Well, good morning. Now that I have my dates correct, on Friday I said it was the, what did I say it was? Uh, The 26th, I think I said it was on Friday, when it was actually the 24th. But today is the 27th, Monday, July 27th, 2020. Uh, Monday, July 27th, 2020. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, Hope you are watching your Friday uh, news. Um, Not a whole lot happened. However, they did uh, 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 delay the, uh, some hearings, but uh, that's for another reason. It's not that important. I'll get to that in a minute. But first, we should probably mention Olivia de Havilland. Uh, of course, she was 104 years old, probably the last of the golden age actress, actors or actresses. I mean, Kirk Douglas, we just lost him at 103 a few months ago. But Kirk Douglas's wife is still alive. She was an actress, but she was only in a few things. She, she wasn't uh, uh, really well known. She's 102. Oh, actually, she just turned 103, I think, in May, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, Olivia de Havilland. There might be a few left from back then, but uh, nobody as big. And she would have been bigger. I mean, she, the problem was <clears throat> she challenged Hollywood, uh, Hollywood's studio contract system. And basically, it was ownership of uh, stars and, uh, um, like, uh, um, w- uh, 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 a star could only work with one studio. And occasionally, another studio would come along and say, hey, you know what, I'll give you this amount of money if you let us have that actor. Or they, they'll offer one of their actors in exchange for uh, their actor. And she didn't like that system. She wanted to work in, uh, uh, on other films without restriction. So she challenged it in court, and of course she won. Uh, and that might be why she wasn't, I mean, she was a huge star, but she wasn't a megastar. She didn't do as many films because she was blacklisted for a while. And I'm sure the blacklist, they say for two years, but really, uh, the, the, the old dogs in the... Um, leading the studio system, do you think they really went back and uh, decided that they would just drop the blacklist after a while? They lost a lot of money because of uh, her challenge in court. So that might be why she didn't do so many films in her life. Uh, Like I said, compared to other megastars. She got Oscars for To Each and His Own and The Heiress, but not for Gone with the Wind. And by the way, while we're talking about Gone with the Wind, I should mention they, uh, the Academy has still not seen fit to replace Hattie McDaniel's Oscar, the first black person to receive an Oscar for a film role, Hattie McDaniel. And I've been talking about this for months, so you guys uh, uh, know what it's about. <clears throat> Uh, that was on Sunday she died. On Friday, Regis, Phil- Regis Philbin died. Uh, he was 83 years old, from what I understand. Uh, of course, he was uh, uh, live with Regis and Kathy Lee, and then live with Regis and Kelly. And then he did um, uh, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, he's done a lot of things in his life. But, um, uh, yeah, sadly, he died. Uh it, it, a relatively healthy age, 83, I suppose, compared to, you know, 
regular people. Average lifespan is like 72. But we have to go more with uh, uh, talk about uh, John Lewis, Representative John Lewis, the late Representative John Lewis. He crossed the Edmund, Edmund Pettus Bridge for the last time yesterday. If you remember, he just died. The uh, horse-drawn carriage took, took him uh, in his coffin across the bridge. We should talk about this bridge. Edmund Pettus was a senior officer of the Confederate, Confederate States Army who commanded the uh, infantry in the Western theater of the American Civil War. After the war, he was a politically active member of the Ku Klux Klan. He was a grand dragon, just like Donald Trump. He was a grand dragon. That was the bridge where Bloody Sunday happened. 55 years ago, on March 1st, 1965, where John Lewis and others were beaten, 17 were hospitalized, uh, uh, dozens injured, 17 hospitalized. <clears throat> there was probably a few that probably should have been hospitalized, but they were probably turned away at the hospital because they were black and didn't need that much help. Walk it off! Anyway. <clears throat> the Voters, right, uh, Voters' Rights Act was put into law five months later when it was signed by Lyndon Johnson. Uh, if you remember John Lewis, uh, he was a fan of Good Trouble. Um, peaceful demonstrations, uh, he called Good Trouble. And he would cross the bridge every uh, March to commemorate that uh, 1965 incident so everybody would remember and not forget what went on there. I mean, it's easy to forget since the Republicans have crushed the voters' rights law and the uh, Supreme Court, uh, by challenging it in the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's good trouble. I, I fear that, <sighs> that good trouble may not be enough anymore. This president is getting so forceful and demanding and fascist and Hitler-esque in a way that may demand we go beyond good trouble. And it's sad. We may be in time, in, in the time of really, really bad trouble. And we'll talk about more of that in a minute. The uh, House Judiciary Antitrust Subcommittee hearing scheduled for today uh, they were going to talk to uh, Amazon CEO Jeff uh, Bezos, Apple CEO Tim Cook, Facebook CEO Zuckerberg, the Zuck, and Google CEO Sundar Pichai. I, I, you know, one day I'm going to have to figure out if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's been delayed until Wednesday out of respect for and to honor Representative John Lewis, who will be the first black lawmaker to lie in state in the Capitol Rotunda. I should say that is usually reserved for presidents and heads of states who were war veterans, 
but uh, I guess we can say that John Lewis is a war veteran from a different war, the war at home, the war for civil rights. So it's it's well-deserved, and I'm sure President Trump was against it from the very beginning. So get ready for the administration to announce that unemployment numbers are way down on Thursday, or possibly next Thursday. It depends on when, when the numbers get posted. It's not because people have found work. It's because they don't qualify for unemployment, and Congress has not extended unemployment. This has been going on since the Reagan administration, so don't make it a surprise. Don't be surprised about it at all. The um, Reagan administration started counting unemployment numbers differently. Uh, And uh, people who fall off the rolls, who run out of unemployment, they don't get counted as unemployed, even though they're in the worst, dire shape. Homeless people don't get counted as unemployed. Did you know that? Homeless people don't get counted as unemployed. So, uh, unemployment numbers are going to drop into the toilet. They're going to, or well, I guess that's a, the negative way. They're going to make it sound very positive that unemployment numbers are going to drop, but it has nothing to do with it, people getting employment. A U.S. judge on Friday denied Oregon's request to restrict federal agents' actions when they arrest people during chaotic protests that have uh, uh, been in Portland and uh, pitted local officials against the Trump administration, and they should. Uh, You notice that Trump is only sending these uh, federal agents to Democratic cities, even though some Republican cities are having some serious problems. Uh, U.S. District Court uh, Mossman said that the state lacked standing to sue on behalf of protesters because the lawsuit was a highly unusual one with a particular set of rules. In other words, the state isn't the aggrieved party. The protesters are, so the state can't sue. That's what they claim. I highly disagree with that, but I understand its it's, uh, uh, basis in law. Uh, Oregon was uh, seeking a restraining order on behalf of its residents, not for the injuries that had already happened, but to prevent injuries by federal officers in the future. It's not the state's injuries. It's um, the people's injuries. But I suppose some enterprising individual who hasn't even showed up at the protest could challenge the law on the fact that he hasn't showed up to protest because he's worried about his rights being uh, quashed and its chilling effect, that's a legal term, look it up, chilling effect on free speech when federal agents are there. Um, Republicans are uh, ready to release their opening offer to Democrats for the stimulus. Expect Democrats to laugh. I mean, I would, because uh, they have nothing worthwhile in this package, nothing to protect anybody. Uh, the only thing they, they've done is they've extended the, um, uh, for four months, uh, restrictions on um, 
kicking people out of their homes and apartments and so on and so forth. Um, Trump was scheduled, I don't know if you know about this, he was scheduled to throw out the first pitch at a Yankees game in August, but he said he was too busy dealing with COVID. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man, what the lengths he'll, he'll, he'll go to make people think he's doing something. Um, I would suggest that you should expect more statements about it from, uh, uh, from him uh, while he's on the golf course. Um, In the election, the Reagan Foundation has reared its ugly head to Donald Trump. The Reagan Foundation has asked that the Donald Trump campaign and the Republican National Committee Joint Fundraising Committee to stop using President Ronald Reagan's likeness in fundraising appeals. They... Ronald Reagan does want does not want well the uh, um, the Reagan Foundation does not want Donald Trump associated with Ronald Reagan, and that sort of makes sense. And and we're we we've gone full circle again. If you remember Barry Goldwater, the the father of modern uh, modern Republicanism, read the book Conscience of the Conservative. Read the book Conscience of the Conservative and see how far the Republican Party has gone. In the 70s, when Reagan was getting ready to run for office, well, it, actually, Reagan uh, ran for office shortly after that, but in the 70s, Barry Goldwater, the father of modern conservatism, Barry Goldwater said that he didn't leave the Republican Party. The Republican Party left him. Now, Ronald Reagan... Ronald Reagan, uh, his representatives, basically, have said that uh, this Republican Party has left him. They are nothing like it, uh, like him. Ronald Reagan would not be allowed in today's Republican Party. He would probably be welcomed in the Democratic Party as a moderate. But the Republican Party has gone so far right that it's nowhere close to what it used to be. Isn't that sad? (laughs) Anyway, as I was saying, the president, now we were talking about this a minute ago, about the federal police in uh, Portland. The president has uh, threatened to send federal police to Chicago, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Now, Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan and Police Chief James Craig in Detroit uh, issued the following statement in response to uh, 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 the threat from Trump. Neither the city of Detroit nor the Detroit Police Department has had any contact from any representatives of the federal government about any plans to send DHS officers to Detroit. There could be no possible justification for such an action. The Detroit Police Department has had the support of the Detroit community in making sure our city did not have a single store looted or a single fire started during the protest. Unlike every other major city in the country, the Detroit Police Department never requested assistance from the National Guard. We handled our issues as a community. 
we definitely have no need for any federal presence being sent in now. And I would agree, they did a splendid job. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmore and Attorney General Dana Nessel are both also against the idea of deploying federal agents in Michigan. They each had statements. Whitmer said, It is deeply disturbing that President Trump is once again choosing to spread hateful rhetoric and attempting to suppress the voices of those he doesn't agree with. Quite frankly, the president doesn't know the first thing about Detroit. If he did, he would know that for nearly two months now, Detroiters have gathered to peacefully protest the systemic racism and discrimination that black Americans face every day. There is no reason for the president to send federal troops into a city where people are demanding change peacefully and respectfully. If the president actually wants to help the people of Michigan, he can start by picking up the phone and telling Mitch McConnell to pass the HEROES Act, which is the act uh, uh, put in for the stimulus by uh, um, the Democrats on the House side. Uh, um, Pass the HEROES Act so we can uh, provide immediate relief to Michigan's families, schools, and small businesses. Nessel, which is the uh, Attorney General, as I mentioned, said President Trump's politically motivated threat to send more federal law, law enforcement to Detroit, among other cities, has nothing to do with protecting public health or safety. It is about using the power of his office as a cudgel to punish those who use their constitutionally guaranteed rights to express views he disagrees with. Such threats undermine peace and stability in our communities by unnecessarily escalating tensions and encroaching on states' rights. We are a nation of laws, and the president attempts to intimidate our communities with threats of violence could not be more un-American. And I wholeheartedly agree. But an even stronger statement came from Philadelphia. Philadelphia's top prosecutor, District Attorney Larry Krasner, has warned that federal law enforcement officers who will be, char- will be charged criminally if they unlawfully assault or kidnap anyone in the city. So there is that. And I look forward to the lawsuits flying when that happens. It's going to be awesome. So, <clears throat> you're, you're all aware of Trump's very, very expensive border wall, where he seized money from the Defense Department to build it, which the, uh, the courts said, you aren't allowed to do that, so he has to pay that money back, which is really weird. The government ha- One part of the government has to pay the other part of the, part of the government back. Um, Anyway, Trump's very expensive border wall can't seem to survive a harsh wind. Just go over there and go like this. Just blow on it. (laughs) In Texas, as Tropical Storm Hannah hit the area, Tropical Storm, not Hurricane, Tropical Storm. Part of the fence blew down. That was only a Tropical Storm. What happens when a hurricane comes through? Can you believe this? He spent... Billions of dollars. Hasn't finished it. Hasn't even gotten close to finish it because there's, it's just too difficult. Uh, but uh, yeah. 
good old uh, republicanism getting contractors to do something that the government can do for cheaper. And the contractors just make money and build substandard crap. That's how it usually is. That's why I'm against much of contracting that goes on in the United States, including running our prison systems or running our school systems. <laughs> but I'll, that's going off on another uh, tangent. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll skip that. But uh, speaking of um, uh, hurricane, tropical storm, Hannah. <laughs> speaking of uh, tropical storm, Hannah. I just saw the second season of Hannah. Um, Hannah is a TV show. It's based on a movie from two, 2011. You should watch the movie first. The movie is fantastic. Hannah, H-A-N-N-A. Then uh, watch the um, uh, season one and season two. It's a great, um, uh, uh, great thing to cover over an, an entire uh, weekend just to binge watch. You can watch the entire thing. And it and it uh, the the last season and the last couple of episodes set it up to be a really cool series if it continues and I hope it does. I'm just throwing that in there because we happen to be talking about Hannah, the tropical storm that blew down Donald Trump's wall. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Chinese authorities uh, took control of the former U.S. consulate in southwestern Chinese city of Chengdu on Monday after it was ordered closed. I'm sure they had a cookout in the back where they were burning all sorts of papers. And uh, um, uh, magnetizing uh, drives, or <laughs> whatever it is that they have to do. Um, uh, it was closed, uh, ordered closed uh, amid rising tensions between them and the U.S. Uh, China ordered the mission to be shut in retaliation for the U.S. order to close the Chinese consulate in Houston. And of course, they, the U.S. may close the consulate in San Francisco, except that would be very problematic since that is a major hub uh, of commerce. Uh, and the economy is, is doing horribly right now, if you haven't noticed. The stock market is tanking. Gold and other precious metals are soaring as the U.S. dollar drops into the toilet. Uh, more importantly, digital currency like Bitcoin and other altcoins are, is, is soaring. Uh, the future looks pretty uh, bleak for the stock market, and it should People who make money off of money should pay higher taxes because they're a draw on the economy. I don't care if they lose money. They are richer than me. Uh, there are many quarterly reports due this week. And they've already started. And they have been negative. And this is why the stock market is going to have some problems this week. I'm guessing. Unless the Fed drops the... Uh, the uh, uh, um, interest rate for the dollar into negative territory, which they might do. If you can imagine, rich people will be able to get money, not for free, not just for free. The Fed will pay them to take money. That could happen, believe it or not. So, Florida has now passed New York with the second most COVID cases. Remember, California just passed New York. Uh, last week. And Florida just passed New York. Now they have the second most COVID cases. Uh, California has 452,000. Florida has 423,000. New York has 411,000. But expect uh, Florida to pass California probably within a few weeks, I would think, if things go as they're going because of, you know, the 
Republican uh, governor of Florida. It should be noted, though, that California has 40 million people and Florida's population is only 21 million, uh, giving Florida double the rate of infection. So, yeah, uh, if we had their uh, um, uh, population, it would be about 230,000 infections. Same with New York. We would be half of what New York and Florida have because New York and Florida have about the same amount of population. So California is doing much better, even though they have a lot of cases. Remember, they're the most populous state. So Trump's national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, tested positive for COVID over the weekend. And I sure hope he was kissing Donald Trump last week. The uh, first public vaccine was given out in Atlanta. This is uh, part of the third stage of testing. A potential COVID-19 vaccine that doctors uh, in Atlanta helped test has expanded to the largest study in the world. Emory University was part of the first clinical trial for the vaccine developed by the National Institute of Health and Moderna. This is the Moderna vaccine. Um, The study got underway with the first of 30,000 planned volunteers uh, starting in Atlanta. I'm not sure how many of them are in Atlanta. I would assume most of them because you need to really keep the the test subjects uh, into one specific area so you can study the, uh, uh, the numbers more accurately. At a uh, Minnesota Walmart, have you ever seen that website, uh, uh, People of Walmart, or something like that? It's really, it's kind of funny. And this is a perfect example. At a Minnesota Walmart, people wearing swastikas for uh, face masks uh, went into the store. Uh, uh, People uh, approached them about it, and a woman wearing the mask said, I'm here to tell you, I'm trying to tell you, if you vote for Biden, you're going to have socialism. And she's, of course, referring to socialism in Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany, how many times? I I mean, oh, gosh, this is so annoying. One of the first rules of, of fascism is to call out socialism or to claim that you're you're doing socialist things so people will think it's socialism. Nazi Germany was a fascist society. It was not social. They even had their name. It was the National Socialist Party or uh, the Nazi Party. Uh, In German, its initials are N-A-Z-I. That's what it's from. They called themselves socialists, but they were far from it. They were fascists. That's how fascists win. Because they're claiming they're socialists, so socialists try not to become socialists. And if you think about it, I I mean, this is probably going way too far. You have to think of a a clock, a normal dial clock, you know, with 12 at the top, 6 at the bottom. Think of 12 o'clock as a democracy. 9 o'clock as socialism. 3 o'clock as corporatism, but down at 6 o'clock, fascism and communism are always where the rich get richer and the poor suffer the most. So 
That's why it's so easy to claim fascism and socialism are the same, but it's not, it's not. It's far from it. It's two different things. Uh, one is corporations, one is uh, um, government. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm sick of, I'm basically sick and tired of telling people that Nazi Germany was not socialist, it was fascist. Fascist. Remember fascism. Uh, read the book um, Hitler, A Study in Tyranny by Bullock. He died in 1999, uh, the writer Bullock. Uh, he started writing the book during World War II, so he was well-versed. Read the book Hitler, A Study in Tyranny. It's a great book. It's about two inches thick. And it'll take you a long time to read, but it's well worth it, and it opens up your understanding of what happened in Nazi Germany. Uh, in other news, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, remember, they were early on uh, COVID uh, case people. Uh, they have officially become Greek citizens. I'm assuming they're dual citizens. I don't know, uh, but that's what I'm assuming. So they are officially now Greek citizens. Now, if you're a fan of Halo, if you're a fan of Halo, uh, you know, Halo the game, not the angel, the angel, you know, light thing around, around the head. Um, Halo the game uh, on Xbox, 343 Industries. It was Bungie first. Uh, Bungie was a contractor first, then it went to 343 Industries. Anyway, 343 Industries released early versions of Halo Infinite gameplay. And people are not happy with the graphics. They're comparing it. They're saying that, that they just copied graphics from early games. This is how bad it supposedly is. And I saw some images. It does look really bad. The, the uh, grunts look like the old Halo game. They don't look at all realistic. Um, or, or the, um, not the grunts. What's, the, what's the, the big guy? I forget. Anyway, uh, I'm a big fan of Halo. Uh, and, and as soon as they, if they have a really good version of Halo Infinite, which I don't know what Halo Infinite is, I, I know nothing about the storyline, but if they have a really good version with good graphics and I have some money, I might be convinced to buy the new Xbox next Christmas. Who knows? Probably not. I'm a cheapskate. But yeah, uh, fans of Halo, not happy with uh, what has come out. Anyway. That's it. That's it. Oh, let's see. For, uh, let me see, it's Monday, July 27th, and I think I got the date right this time. Monday, July 27th, uh, 2020. Now, um, remember, if you like this podcast, tell your friends. Uh, I try and make it somewhat entertaining. By the way, I only write a few things down on, on a couple of pieces of paper. Uh, most of it, everything I do is ad lib. Um, so uh, I hope you enjoy how I uh, uh, go off and, and do rants. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening. This is uh, Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles. Thank you.